Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey everyone, welcome to the uh, Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. I'm Don Maeda, joined by Chase Curtis, Alex Ray, and Michael Antonovich on the phone. Um, it was an off weekend, so uh, what that meant for us guys, Chase and I, not you, but like... <coughs> us media guys. What, what it meant for us was that the tracks were miserable last week because <laughs> all the uh, guys on their Supercross break were riding outdoors and yeah, yeah. i mean even our, our our beloved paris raceway fridays <laughs> paris was converted to pro day so they dug it extra deep and connected the vet track and the main track oh yeah. i bet that's sick dude that that <laughs> vet track sick. over there is yeah. fun i didn't even attempt to ride last week it's yet. fun but yeah it just but it just ruins it for the rest it, i don't get it dude these pro days pro should ride pro days right so then thursday we did a a little test yeah. with the Factory Edition uh, KTM, Rockstar Edition Husky, Works Edition Honda, and a special Yamaha. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we were supposed to do it at Glen Helen, but then yeah. I heard Cooper Webb, all of Pro Circuit, all these guys are going to be at Glen Helen. So I'm like, hey, let's move it to State Fair. It'll be mellow. Yeah. Dylan Frandis. And J-Mart. J-Mart, Mitchell Harrison, burning laps. Yeah. While wow, the rest of the star teams at Glen Helen. Yeah. It's just the two, you know. Wow, dude. Yeah. So, Jeez. did you have that problem in uh, Illinois, Anton? Any pro guys just tearing up the track when you went this weekend? Any, like, Bubba no. Pauly, um, John Cross, those guys? There was none of that. Did okay. you Did you end there, up going riding? Mark Wilson. No, Wissar? because um, Saturday we had plans. We had to go out for, like, a birthday party for a friend of mine. So, like, the one off weekend that it lined up, so I didn't get to. And then we had... Severe storms come through Saturday night and kind of soaked everything. So I might be able to go ride this coming Saturday or squeeze it in somewhere mm-hmm. middle of the week. But no, we have none of those problems uh, in the Midwest that none you guys face. There. Yeah, like um, it's been raining a lot uh, back east right now. Like my area right where I live, where I grew up, sort of like tornado alley right now. Mm-hmm. It kind of oh. sucks. So I'm sure that's what Anton's sort of getting. We got like four and a half inches the other day. My dad sent me a video of the pond in my backyard overflowing and going into the the neighbor's yard wow crazy so the fish we had going in probably (laughs) we had a full-blown tornado um between my house and my dad's house which is only three miles so we had one uh confirmed touchdown on saturday night wow so like a lot of stuff in our area like part of my fence got blown down some big tree branches got blown down uh, a car or a carport in town, like a few houses over, got blown around. My dad's house is fine, but then like my my best friend had this real nice like two story clubhouse for his kid, and that thing got completely leveled, like ripped oh, out of the concrete. Was a kid in it? Scattered? <laughs> no. I told him when you're you know filing the insurance claim, be sure to talk about all those like original Van Gogh paintings and the snap on yeah. toolboxes and stuff. Oh, all yeah. the jewelry in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah, the designer handbags. Yep. But yeah, no it. It was weird, dude. It, it went from like 85 to like 55 in 30 seconds and just Jeez. flatlined everything. It was not. Dude, Anton, back there, have you ever encountered a tornado where you were like in a basement 
scared? Yeah, a couple times. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. It, it happens all the time, dude. Every year. Are you guys scared of him? Because my dad grew up in Missouri, and he would like. So I was born in Texas, yeah. And my mom's from California, and we're back here because of tornadoes. Because my dad would mow the lawn and just watch it, just like, oh, yeah. there's going. And my mom would freak out. The school, the where I went to high school, like yeah. they are terrified of tornadoes because it flattened the whole town. Yeah. They they had dude. one that went through and it flattened the whole town. But uh, where yeah. I'm where I'm at, like I'm not. We have like a storm cellar like this where we dig a hole uh-huh. and put this big old like bunker in yeah. the backyard. Mm-hmm. And like if there's ever a tornado, we just and it I gets like there. super super bad. We just go down in the hole. Yeah, yeah. Too Were you here. terrified like, of earthquakes though coming here? No, no. no. Okay. I've had a few wake me up, but yeah, I just get terrified of tornado or uh, earthquakes whenever I'm on the big bridges. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. on the overpass and yeah. like. I don't know, like the on ramps. Yeah, yeah those yeah. things sketch me out a bit. But other than that, no. <laughs> See, like we used to do tornado drills in school, and I'm yeah. sure A Ray did the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you were in yeah, like in California, or... we have the earthquake drills. We're yeah. under the desk, and you guys have tornado drills. Yeah, we get yeah. under the yeah, <clears throat> same thing. You have to go out in the hallway, um, and then you had to pretty much just like get into like a fetal position outside your locker, you Jeez. know, and then yeah. they would do the siren, and then you would test it, and then they really stopped doing those. Like, for real, they stopped doing them as much when school shootings started being more popular. Mm. So then, (laughs) straight up, we stopped doing the tornado drills, and we did once-a-month school shooting drills for pretty much my entire time. Oh, yeah, dude, we had the FBI come to our school because we had, like, a coordinated threat directed at our school. Wow. Well, I never had anything like that. Because I never even, like, going to high school a couple years ago, we never had shooter drills at all. I just remember... uh, you know, in my Boy Scout handbook, you have to study these these emergency preparedness things. There's actually a merit merit badge called emergency preparedness, right? Yeah. And so I just remember the tornado thing. It was like, if you cannot find cover, lay in a curb of a gutter. Oh yeah, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just remember that, and I was like, why would I lay in the curb? It's just Is that or like get out of the car, and uh, if there's like a tornado, you just hop in the ditch. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like yeah. that movie Twister. We yeah, were driving just, back to the house the other night, and it was just like that movie Twister, like that old '90s movie. <laughs> dude, bro, heck no. shit Did you was see a cow everywhere. flying through the air. And, yeah, oh, dude, God. it's crazy were, the days on like how the weather changes on the East Coast, Tennessee, you know, St. Louis, and and stuff like that. So you walk outside, and it's it could be perfectly fine, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there could be a cloud that comes, and the sky just turns black. What the mm. heck? And it gets so dark, and then it gets so cold. Well, not like super, super cold, but it just gets chilly Yeah. in the middle of summer. And then all of a sudden, the wind starts gusting. The rain just starts coming down like a son of a bitch, man. Yeah. And it, and it does get scary for sure. The but sky turns like green? Yes. Ugh. Yes. Green. It's mm. crazy. Well, I'm certainly missing the... Uh the winter weather here in California right now. Yeah. It's supposed to be 90 degrees today, I think. Dude. Yeah. When it's this hot on Supercross. Oh, I can't imagine. Oh, you can it, hack dude. a lung, dude. Yeah. Oh, I was dying today. And then it's gnarly because we've been used to being cold. Yeah. Yeah. And wearing hoodies and jackets and stuff. So 90 isn't really that bad, but we're conditioned to 50s and 60s yeah. right now. So 90 feels like 110. The mm-hmm. 7 a.m. Skyline Club's going to have to go back to 6 a.m. <clears throat> yeah. 6 a.m., yeah. Yep. Dude, we I were at the 7.30 a.m. Skyline Club today. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it was hot. Hot, as hot. Oh, shit. Man. I remember last year, though, right before you guys took off to Utah for mm-hmm. racing, I remember, like, going to the practice tracks with all the guys, and they were all just, like, 
Yeah. We've never rode Supercross in this heat because it Dude, was like yeah. 110 already. Salt Lake, like last year, the last yeah. round, McAdoo. <gasps> yeah. 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 We were talking about that today. Like, because, dude, it was hot today. Yeah. You know, it's going to be like this all week. You know? So, were you riding Soupy at Elsinore today? Yes. Yes, Supercross. Yeah, that's because you don't have an outdoor bike. Um, right. No, but um, we did just take my suspension off, or my other bike that's getting rebuilt right now. And I'm getting an outdoor setting to be able to ride outdoors a little bit at the end of the week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, I'm excited about that. I haven't ridden outdoors, you know, since, I don't know, covid you know, or like after the last round. So I'm excited to get back on a little bit of outdoors and just break the cobwebs off a little bit. Maybe do a little bit of testing with it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know after the last round, we're not going to have that much time. So yeah, I have to figure it out quick. Hey, I've wanted to ask you this before. You, before the year where you filled in on Factory Yamaha, mm-hmm. you had never earned an outdoor point. Never. You got on the outdoor – you got on the factory bike – yeah, what was your best finish? I got eleventh overall at High Point. Yeah, or, or twelfth overall. Twelfth overall. Okay, so you went, scored, but you had a good. I got eleventh. Best moto finish. Eleventh at well, High Point. You went yeah. from never scoring a point to eleventh place. Yeah, that's yeah. gnarly. So and I was the, in ninth for until the last two laps. I fell over, and Weston Pike and Cunningham passed me. Gnarly. Is the factory bike that much better outdoors than what I'm riding right now? Well, yeah, then we yes. raced previous. Yes. Yeah? The the factory Yamaha, is it was amazing to me. Like, I gelled so well with that bike. and But it's not just the bike. It's still a dirt bike. You still got to ride the it's damn the thing. It's the team supporting it. It's everything coming together. It's the confidence. It's the team. It's no worries whenever you get to the race. Mm-hmm. You know, like, travel's taken care of. Everything's good. You just got to show up and then... Pretty, I mean, outdoors, you just got to put your, your dick on the crossbar pad and hang it wide open. So yeah. mm-hmm. you have nothing to worry about, and every it's just everything that comes with it. If you could, would you rather race a factory bike in Supercross or outdoors? Both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but which? Um, where, where is the factory thing more? Yeah, I would say I would say outdoors. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. I would say outdoors. Okay. For sure. So since you've not been on the factory Yamaha, what's your best outdoor finish? Fuck. Did you finish last year? Seventeenth, <laughs> I think, or seventeenth, I think something at WW. Okay, was that oh with? God. Was that with yeah. or without muffler? That was without one. Without. Yeah, I remember that race. First, first moto. Yeah. The I did like the last fifteen minutes, just wow, <laughs> wide open. And Tom, were you there? Was this last summer? Yes, WW Ranch. Oh yeah, I was there. You were How shooting you flames out of your pipe. Yeah, like the last ten, fifteen minutes at WW Ranch, I did not have a. I a vaguely muffler. remember a clip on TV of Anstey doing like there was a split lane or something, and Anstey jumped over it or something. Oh yeah, and you just hear you you're like probably on the other side of track, but you just hear just a. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was gnarly. The thing was so loud. I was getting. I was like, "Fuck, this thing's gonna blow up." Um, but it it held together. Sounded like Daytona Bike Week on Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so there was no racing this weekend uh a lot of the factory riders top level guys took the chance to ride outdoors yeah last week probably this week all of this week and then maybe next week ease back into supercross mm-hmm. i think to get ready for it but you said cameron mcadoo was all in on supercross yeah he's all in supercross i talked to him a little bit today he's he's like hey man like 
we'll rate we'll we'll do outdoors whenever that's time we're going to yeah. focus on supercross right now we're going to get these last few supercrosses in try the best we can we're in it for the championship so we're just going to do soupy 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 yeah mm-hmm. I think was I'm, it just him on the pro circuit team yes yeah hammocker um shimoda everyone else outdoors mm-hmm. yeah i think friday uh forkner and shimoda were doing motos and then uh McAdoo was just doing like sections all day with nick for a little oh, bit. oh were you when you filmed them yeah but i think what they said was uh right after salt lake he'll start actually yeah yeah focusing on it so they told they even told him like i overheard the team saying yeah don't even worry about like settings and stuff so mm. yeah they'll have that bike dialed regardless for outdoors yeah yeah he'll be happy he'll he'll just yeah that's one team like having ivan there like that's still something i think a lot of teams really yeah. need to take advantage of doing was yeah. he there friday when you were no but i know he has i think yeah. i saw him at paula on sometime last week mm-hmm. yeah did anybody see richard taylor's freaking his rmz 450 busted Dude, in half. And you see yeah. what he posted this morning so did it get hit by a semi yeah yeah the motorhome got rear-ended by a semi uh, okay, so he was in there. It was in there with uh, that Keist kid. Yeah, yeah. So his his forks are about like his knee. Yeah, he has a blown out knee. He's gonna miss ACL and MCL, right? Yeah. I thought he got it fixed at after Paula. Yeah, but he that's what he thought. Blew it out again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Poor kid. It was that at the race or was that during before? Before the race. Jeez, yeah. man, that's terrible. Poor kid, poor Rich Taylor, his dad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Do you see, someone posted a picture, and Matt had to be him, his dad just looking down at the bike in their yeah, driveway. Just like, dude, <laughs> what's going on? Could you imagine the insurance claim on that, though? Dude. In addition to the regular vehicle, you have, like, works forks that are like, well, how much your works forks cost? You, you know, uh, $7,000. $7,000. Well, I think that's for a full set of suspension, maybe. Yes. It, mm-hmm. No, well. It cost more than a dirt bike. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just put it at that. Yeah. And there were three other bikes in that trailer, right? I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw three KTMs and, like, one Suzuki. Bro, yeah. and that's going to be, like, a corporate insurance claim, too. Like, it'd be yeah. one thing if it was just yeah. some goofball and, like, a pickup truck. It's a whole other thing when someone driving a tractor trailer smokes you. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, man. So, what did you guys do this weekend? Mm, Don. What? Don, you rode mountain bikes. No. We both rode Saturday. Yeah, we rode Saturday, but we had to go to uh, LACR. Did you do the jump? No, I didn't ride. Okay, because you didn't want to do the jump? No, because <laughs> I figured I shouldn't race when I got when I smoked my head like two weeks ago. Okay, all right. But uh, I went Saturday night for the Stasic race that mm-hmm. we have. Yeah. You know, the Grom Cross. That's cool, man. It's pretty rad, dude. Like so many little kids out there just enjoying it. And so many like parents like so stoked about it you know because like yeah. a lot of the kids are racing 50s on sunday mm-hmm. so they come out and do this first but uh i interviewed a bunch of kids and parents but like one kid in particular was like the stasic is sick because when i got on my 50 it was way easier like this little <laughs> kid said that wow time, you know? that's yeah. crazy <clears throat> but uh yeah so that and then chase were both chase and i were both at the uh West Coast Open kickoff yesterday at LA County had 728 runners. Yeah, big Holy A lot of people I've not done. I think there were a lot of people that had never raced before, too, because I saw a couple Cobra guys blow up, and their dad just handed them the practice bike on the last lap. And the kid just got <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my twice. gosh. Yeah, wow. So, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. But, uh, yeah. Well, I. So, there was no racing this weekend. 
but you still raced. Yes, I did, baby. I still had to get that feeling of the just send it. You know <laughs> the what I mean? adrenaline. Yeah, the adrenaline. Was there more adrenaline and nerves racing bicycle enduro Dude. than supercross? Dude, I was I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. I, it was my first ever enduro. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how to do it. Well, um, let's back up for a second. A-Ray gets his GT E-Force e-bike back from Roy Cycler about, what, two weeks ago? Oh, yeah. After it had been broken, busted into little pieces of dog shit yeah. by Kenny Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, Kenny it. Bell rode it, that thing into the ground. He took it to Big Bear, and then he comes back, and the rear wheel's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get it back. DVO suspension gets you uh, fork and shock. Yes. Uh, you rode it, I think, one time with that setup. Yeah, we, we were went to Holder Crooks. And I was, like, pumped because, like, my experience with DVO is that it's, like, the most plush fork ever made for a mountain bike, right? It's great. And you're like, dude, this is like factory suspension. Like, right. You would have something to compare it to. Yeah, you? yeah, exactly. So um, I don't have the best of wrist. My, I don't know, just from racing Supercross and everything, breaking them, being sketchy, whatever you want to call it. Um, so whenever I ride, you know, mountain bikes and I'm going down these hills and I'm hitting the rock sections, rock gardens, doing these jumps, it's really, really harsh on my wrist. So whenever I got this DVO suspension, like you said, it's very plush. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what I wanted. And we took it to Holder Crux. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. Because mm -hmm. it's not hard on my wrist. Like, it's just so much better for me. And, you know, the DVO stuff, I think, is, is amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And honestly, it showed. Because my times, whoo, baby. Wait, let's talk about your times at Holder Crux, though. I don't know. I didn't even do my times. Yeah, you didn't Strava, huh? Uh, no, I didn't Strava. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I've never experienced like factory suspension or even done suspension, but I got some new Fox Thirty Eights over the weekend. Uh oh! And I got to say, they felt pretty good, dude. <laughs> Man, but yeah, dude. So how did you get talked into racing? It was. Uh, it was. What's the series called? It was at Vale. Vale Lake. Yeah, it's at Vale Lake. Um, Your neighbor is Spilly. Salty Swaltonator. What's yeah. his real name? What? Uh, <clears throat> Walter Spillman or something. Walter Spillman. I just call him Spilly. Okay. So he's like number one in the U.S. for downhill mountain biking. What? Okay. Number one. Yeah. He's, he won the series in the U.S. Jeez. He rides for KHS, the their factory KHS team. So he's my neighbor. Uh, he lives actually with Cody Shock. Um, and uh, he texts me. He's like, hey, you want to you race enduro tomorrow? I'm like, ah, maybe, yeah, for sure. Like, maybe hit me up. So I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know. Like, whatever. I might just, like, sleep in and ghost him. I woke up early. I'm like, shit, I kind of want to do this. Like, I'm not doing anything else today. I kind of want to do it, you know, like whatever. So, uh, yeah, I texted him. I was like, hey, dude, when are we leaving? He's like, oh, yeah, we'll leave it. We'll leave here here in a bit. I was like, all right, sweet. So we loaded up our stuff. We took my new custom upfits van, mm. and it was amazing. Dude, oh, even he was stoked. He's like, dude, I've never rode in luxury this gnarly before. <laughs> this is awesome. Because, I mean, dude, we had the refrigerator. We had the solar panels. We had everything dialed, bro. So uh, we show up, sign up, all that, and then he's sort of like showing me the ropes of everything. It's like me, him, Aaron Gwynn was there, yeah, and a couple other guys, uh, Kyle Strait, mm -hmm. gnarly, gnarly dudes. Gnarly dudes, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to be off the pace. You're, you're there in your, in your cross-country green shoes. <laughs> oh, no, well, no, I didn't wear them. I wore my O'Neill ones. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, proud I wore my O'Neill ones. Um, there was a dude in full Lycra with an Evade S-Works helmet on. Racing enduro? Well, I mean, they had a, a cross-country cross race the same course, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
He's like, yeah, dude. I, he he just said I didn't get the memo. Like I'm, he's just up there about ready to send it. I mean, he was sending it. Like, hey, no, like, props to that guy. But uh, but yeah, dude. Like, the f- there was one stage that I had dialed. It was like the shortest one. I was like, yeah, I feel good. I feel freaking good in here. The but other so two, you, you got to practice all all. Yes. The sta- How many stages? Four. There's three stages. I just I wrote all of them once in the morning. Two of them I barely remembered because I know they had like two rock gardens and I'm not good in those. And then the other one is like <laughs> super steep. It's like TMB the whole way down. It's like choo, 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 choo. I'm like oh shit. So, um, we did the hardest sec- uh, stage first, and then we went to this first stage, and then we did third. So we went two three or two one three. I guess it's like mm-hmm. the stages for my class. They had an e-bike class, which is badass. Um, and uh, the first stage. I felt decent, like not too bad, but going into the second stage, you know that feeling that you get like whenever you wake up the day that you're going to fucking eat shit and get a yeah. concussion? <laughs> like yeah. that feeling in your head, you're like, oh shit, I'm going to crash today. I was, getting, I was getting that feeling. I'm like, oh man, here we go. And I, I had a lot of send it in Saturday. Like I was sending it a little way over my comfort zone mm-hmm. on an e-bike, on a mountain bike, regardless. You know how I am on a mountain bike. Yeah, yeah. But were you, and you raced in an open face helmet. Weren't other guys wearing drill helmets? Uh, not everybody, no. They're like, hey, dude, where are your knee pads at? I'm like, I don't have any. Gwen was wearing open face, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody was wearing open faced. Um, Spilly wore pants the whole day. It was like oh. 90 degrees. Mm. And like he had knee, br- or knee pads and everything. I was, I was just in my normal kit like whatever yeah. you know and uh yeah so luckily no crashes almost a few but um i had like i was 10 seconds out of second place going into the last stage that we were gonna do and i'm like let's go <laughs> all right like i'm like if i die i die yeah i'm gonna like because i was in fourth the whole time and then the one of the dudes that was in front of me he got a flat on the second stage, so I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm fucking P3. Let's go." <laughs> and then, and then another guy got in front of me, and I'm like, "Damn it," because I wasn't good on one of the stages. So the last one, I'm like, "Dude, podium in sight. We gotta send it right." I tried my best. I was 10 seconds off a second on the last stage, and I closed the gap to like six seconds. So I was like four seconds faster yeah. than the dude in second on the last stage. Mm-hmm. So I was happy with that. Um, I almost crashed a lot. Uh, I was pretty sketchy, but we got out alive, and I had an amazing time. So, the stage is, it's like a section, right? And then, yeah. do they like go three, two, one, go? Yeah, three, two, one, go, and then you're just like, ah. But there's no chance of you catching the guy that started in front of you, right? No. Okay, so, how long was each stage? Like three minutes? Um, I think the first one was like the longest. It was six, and then... Oh, then they were short. After yeah, that, six, right? three, and then one minute. Oh mm. wow! Yeah. Jeez, so what minute. would you what would you compare those two that you and I ride on a regular basis? So I would compare it the first two stages to maybe like or the first stage to TMB mm-hmm. at Greer, and then um, maybe the second stage like block, but with a rock garden, mm-hmm. and then the third stage would be like a, just a short, quick one with something at Greer with like a double down. And then a lot of berms. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that picture that Emptor sent me, was that the last stage with the double? Uh, that was at the f- second stage, I think, yeah. Because okay, he's like, oh, yeah, he sent it over that jump. Yeah, dude, I was freaking, I, I threw a whip, too. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. I was really impressed because your overall time, you're in the same one minute 
barrier is Kyle Strait. Who's He's the, Rampage. Who's the only multi-time Red Bull Rampage winner. Yeah. yeah. Right? An all-around gnarly dude. I mean, I figured... At first, I was like, why is Kyle Strait racing the e-bike class? But then, you know... He only rides e-bike class, he said. He's like, dude, I'm not doing it. Because you have to climb so much at an enduro race. I didn't realize that. Those guys are full-on athletes. Now I know why Spilly is so strong on a bicycle. Because he has to climb those freaking hills. And he has his downhill, um, like, rear chain sprocket. Oh. On his, his, like, enduro bike. So he's pushing. Yeah. yeah, so he's like, he's going up the hill, like trying to, but it's good whenever he's going down. So. Yeah. Yeah. He finished second, though. He was exactly, no, he was 0.99 off of Gwyn on the day. Really? 0.99. Impressive, wow. dude. Yes. And then Gwyn's not an enduro guy either. No. No. But he just did I it guess for he fun. goes out here, yeah, to do it for fun. Yeah, he rides a lot of e bikes, too. Ever yeah. since the yeah. intense stuff he's been. Yeah. So, yeah, Kyle Strait raised the e bike class. I was like, oh, it's dad life. Yeah. Just had a kid. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Did you get yeah, to talk to him? And yeah, I got to talk to everybody. He's like, he even told me, he's like, hey, dude, like, you come down, come down to the house. I have a lot of trails. I have a lot of do like this, yeah. this, mm-hmm. and this. He's like, we'll teach you how to corner on a, on a bicycle. Because I told him, I'm like, I can corner a dirt bike. Yeah. But I don't know the proper way to, like, really send it into those turns. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, get off the brakes and just, like, roll through it real fast. I can't do that on an e bike yeah. or on a mountain bike yet. So he's like, yeah, dude, we'll teach you. Yeah, he keeps trying to get me to come down because he's got straight acres is gnarly, right? He's like, oh, yeah, come down. I'm all, dude, I'm not going to come down there, and it's going to be 50 guys that are gnarly, and then... I'll go go with you to make you feel feel more comfortable. I'll go with you because I've been wanting to do that. Well, dude, he's got like a whole jump section. I want to hit his pump track. Yeah, I like that. That looks sweet. But, dude, the GT freaking was dialed all day. It was dialed. (laughs) With the DVO suspension? Yes, it was great. I loved it. it. Yeah, I saw the entry form. It said GT and O'Neill. Oh, yeah. You listen. <laughs> Dude, everyone was stoked on my O'Neill Pike helmet, though. Dude, the thing looked so sick. They're like, dude, what kind of helmet is that? I'm like, dude, it's an O'Neill Pike helmet. What do you mean? With like, rotational you have... management. Exactly. I'm like, dude, if you hit your head in this thing, it's going to feel like pillows. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Anton, I'm sorry that we're, we're talking all this mountain bike talk. Oh, no. But, you but, you know, you're going to be a you're gonna be a, a avid mountain biker for, for, for a little while in Salt Lake. Mm. I know, and I'm all the cycling stuff. I want to get that gravel bike. So, yeah, dude, you know, it get me all fired up. Oh, we have a GT grade. Me and me and my guy over here. We yeah, have, we have gravel true. bikes. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, Anton, <laughs> I forgot to tell you, I talked to Roy's. Mm-hmm. A much better bike, same price. When you're ready, get it. I will cover the shipping out to you. So you uh, let yeah, know. let's do it. You let's do it today. Okay, shipping will be around two hundred dollars because I've shipped a few, yeah, a few bicycles. Anton's gonna buy. Uh, specialized diverge. Oh, oh dude, I was hey, hoping those was things hoping. are sick. Yeah, I and I seen. I think I seen one there, and it looks good. Yeah, it looks good, Anton. Yep. Okay. Yeah, gonna, it's going to be shipped today. with reflectors though, because <laughs> this dick bag that we all know got sued, got hit by a car, and sued Roy's. Who? Uh, I'm not going to blow him out on air, but oh. but he, he got sued for not having reflectors on every bike that leaves the shop. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, terrible. That's, I'm, I'm good with that. Honestly, I probably need all the protection I can. <laughs> we hear uh, that. Out here on these country roads, I am sure that my I'll, skinny ass. I'll like buy a, you a flashing tail light. Can we get Anton okay. an O'Neill helmet too? Oh, oh yeah, we can do that. He can't wear O'Neill helmet on a gravel bike. Why? He's got to wear a road helmet. He can take his visor. Yeah, out. I've already, 
I've already been trying to figure out what helmet I'm supposed <laughs> to get and, and like, yeah, all yeah, of the we'll knives. just call Benny at Bell and get you a. Uh, oh, there you go. You know, I What's don't even know called? what the Bell I forget what it's called. called, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so, hey, dude, good job. You got fourth, right? Yes, yeah. I got fourth. I saw you with That's a medal. Badass. Did they podium the top five, right? No. Just okay. top four? No, no, no. I just did it for the photo. That was Spilly's. Um, <laughs> he got second. <laughs> but, no, yeah. no, I said, no, I said, fuck it. Don't nobody know it. Know me yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to post a photo. Like, I just won this damn thing. Spilly got so, second. He got a medal. He was on the podium or whatever. I was like, hey, let me borrow that for a photo. <laughs> so I just put it on. Dude, nice. I went from fourth to second in fucking no time. Yeah. So are you going to do another one? I'm down to do like another I, one if, it, if I'm free for it. Yeah. I kind of want to do one. I was, I was scared that I was going to crash and get hurt. But. Yeah. I, I didn't, so I had so much fun. Yeah. I was scared when I saw your if, story in the morning. Yes. Because all I think about is the TMB photo, the recent one. Yeah. I yes. was a little scared, too. Okay, Upside so down on the rocks. if you guys are going to do it, do the first one on an e-bike and yeah. feel it out. Yeah. And then do it on a normal bike. Because <laughs> it, you, 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 if you did it on your normal bike, you would you'd never do it dying. again. I don't think. Yeah, you'd be dying. Yeah. Yeah, I think Rachel told me one time there was a, a national enduro that she did. Mm-hmm. And she said there was six thousand feet of climbing in the. In oh the my god! No, it's crazy. It sucks. Yeah, on a enduro bike. Yeah, gnarly. All right. All right. So, uh, getting away from the bicycle stuff, you are uh, you're back in business. You got the bike rebuilt. Yep. So, what is Supercross in California right now? Is State Fair open? Uh, State Fair is open. I don't know if they're doing like their full prep like they usually do because obviously Turnout's everyone's. Low. Turnout's low. Um, Elsinore, there was maybe 12 guys there today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know how Elsinore is. The track was, is, you know, it's pretty blown out. It's yeah. not on par with the State Fair, State Fair I don't think. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys um, riding the test tracks. Um, but for the most part, I think I'm going to be at State Fair tomorrow, and I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, let's see, last week, Thursday, Wednesday night, I went and saw – Shane McElrath. Yeah. And we sat down, did a little Liet feature for Thursday. And, uh, man, he's he's out. Out, out. Like, he's got a bulge disc, and I think it's L5-6 or something. Wow. Dang. But he's in a ton of pain. He had an epidural the day that I saw him. And was hoping the epidural would allow him to do some things, but doesn't sound like he's going to get back for Supercross. And from what I understand from Brock, the team is – not racing not outdoors. Going outdoors or the team would not be compensating its riders for racing outdoors if yeah. they wanted to. Does he have an injury clause in his contract? So do you think he's getting his full amount of his salary or is do you Shane? think Yes. I don't know if there are salaries. Yeah, I was gonna say how much of I think he's I think he had a little bit of a salary. Did he? Yes. Yeah, I, don't um, know. I would hope so. On the on the injury clause thing though too, I heard that there is something about him and an injury and the team already. Like so the 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 injury clause thing could be there, but it doesn't work in his benefit. Yeah, oh, crud. Yeah, yeah. Poor yeah. guy. Um, I need to reach out to Benny. Like he said that his foot's not broken, but he was getting an MRI to see if there's some ligament damage or anything. Have oh, you wow. heard anything about that, Anton? Yeah, I actually saw him as we were leaving uh, Saturday after Arlington 3, mm-hmm. and he had his foot in, like, a walking boot, and then he was kicking around on a scooter, and he's like, yeah, hey, it's it's hurt, but there's no serious damage, so with some time off, he should be able to come back starting mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if with this time off, is there anyone else that's been out that, or struggling? I, it sounds like uh, Forkner's going to be there at Salt Lake, not Atlanta, but... Well, really? Cicerillo? 
No, Forkner. Yeah. Will, will Cincerello oh. be back? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, mm. shit. He broke his collarbone, got plated. Should be back. Yeah, in right. My opinion. I, but, I think we're starting to see, like, with what A-Ray's saying, guys, like, waiting. Do you yeah. do those last five and run the risk of getting hurt, especially if you're, like, Osborne, who's defending champion, mm-hmm. you know, and coming back from his deal? Adam, who made a pretty good run at a championship in his rookie yeah. year. Yeah. You know, there, there are some guys that are going to have to weigh the pros and the cons of some things right now. And AC, he uh, was dealing with that, that nerve, I yeah, guess, in his, like, older nerve. Yeah, his yeah, el- or elbow nerves. Yeah, so I'm sure that's what he's t- sort of favoring too yeah i imagine ac would uh i mean yeah. i think he's a legitimate title right? oh yeah any word yeah, on so marv uh, uh, dude they're in california um, right now i saw oh, him running they? through the neighborhood oh, okay well guess he's okay yeah it was just his arm he just like that part where his arm Cut got hurt arm, right yeah he just got hit again and it kind of hurt it in the same spot where it was hurt at the first crash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like headwise and all that stuff he seems fine yeah, okay. I was surprised that they're here in California. I thought they'd be grinding out at uh, Baker's Factory. Yeah, a lot of everyone's guys are here. everyone's Marsh in California here, right now. Yeah. Testing, yeah, yeah. testing. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, hey, so speaking of like the Supercross Championship, is this over for for Roxon? You think? Yeah. Like, is Cooper in his head that bad? Dude, Cooper is a gnarly. He's gnarly, gnarly racer. He right? is gnarly. Yeah. Like I mean, he somehow just gets it done. Yeah. Top. But- who was saying Webb from the beginning? I think me. it was you. No, it was me. What? It was me. <sighs> I don't know, man. Even even when he had the dad bod going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm a like web. I'm a web, and I'm a web fan for sure. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through and through. <laughs> he talks some shit on the starting line. I love it. I love it. Yeah. The sport needs more of that. <laughs> oh, dude, there was some racing this weekend. Actually, I saw uh, Team Green's chance. Jaime's. Mm-hmm. Jaime went out to works and whooped Talon. Really? Dude, yeah. So he, he won and Talon got second? Oh. Yeah. oh, man. He beat the – was that the was that the race that Talon runs the number one plate at? I forget. I just know works at the – or the Havasu round is a gnarly, gnarly round. Yeah. I like the TikToks where they're like, wee, over the <laughs> – Woo. <laughs> yeah, over, oh, that, yeah. over that little creek jump yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but supposedly he passed from like third to first. So I need to call Talon and get the whole story. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's been what? doing those. He's been doing some off-road stuff. That's um, sick. And it's been really been building in endurance. Because that was something I had heard a lot about when I went out to Freestone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, still good on Talon, man. Oh, yeah. You know, Talon, Talon's our former test rider who raced Supercross kind of like for hey, AGP. I, I yeah. think he was mature about it and was like, yo, dude, I'm going to look for something else. And he yeah. found off-road with his uh, longtime buddy Mark Samuels, and <clears throat> he's got number one plate now. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. So anything else exciting going on in the race world? I mean, like, I mean, I know it was a week off, but, I mean, what are we thinking for Atlanta? I see a lot of rhythm sections. Oh, uh, Josh Hill, he's racing. Yeah. yeah. Josh Hill will be racing on the Club MX 450. Yeah. Oh, so it is a Club MX bike. Yeah, what was because we think heard so. it no, was no, no. I don't know if it's a club bike. No, I don't. No, that, I get. I'm getting that he, mixed up with he, Phil Nicoletti. Uh, when I did uh, that, yeah. when I did that Supercross quarantine show with him, yeah, he told me he's racing, but he said the news will come out, but I haven't seen any news. Yeah. So yeah, I guess he's in for all three Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be on a club bike or not, but yeah, 450 Phil, though. Yeah, 450, uh, Bundy built engine, 
And yeah. I and it looks like he still has some KYB stuff from it whenever sounds, he was a uh, fill in at Factory Yamaha. Mm-hmm. It sounds so, insane. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, so uh, that'll be exciting to see because he does some pretty big jumps, yeah. right? What do you think about uh, jumping in the series second half just part time? It'd be tough for him, for sure, uh, with the field as stacked as as it is. Um, so you would expect him to do better at the second and third rounds. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's going to go super smooth, but I think that he can get in there in the mix for a little bit. And Are you like, God damn it, another guy? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, they, just stay home. Yeah. Just stay home. Like, Chiz, you're 8,600 years old. <laughs> stay home. Stay dude. home and, stay home and right? help your wife at the boutique. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Online Justin boutique. Brighton, you're cool, dude. It's all good, but you're also. He's done. <laughs> oh, he's done. He's done. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Right, Anton? Uh, probably, that's what I heard. Done. Okay, so we'll find out. We're done, like like done so for the career, like done racing or the season at least. The, the season. season. We'll okay, okay. One, no, out, we'll see. one in, one out. So okay. you're you're even. Okay, yeah. there you right. go, you're Marvin. Good. Hey, dude. Take care of that head. Stay home. Yeah, stay yes. home. Take care of that head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's an interesting one though. I, I mean, I I still don't think anyone's really heard whether he's calling it after this year after the outdoors or if he's gonna do another couple of years. i don't know i think he was just trying to one-up chad or something like hey dude i'm gonna stick it out another year yeah. Who, marvin chad yeah, Mar- finally like dude i thought he was gonna race this year i was stressed i thought he was too I was like dude come on man like he's got a new track did you see that yeah dude that thing looks amazing yeah. too it looks super fun like and safe so and he's been riding supercross i think at the Lawrence yeah. compound <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe next year yeah wow yeah, I, I didn't expect Chad to just go out like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he was like all about the, oh, there's no fans. Mm. I don't know. So you guys have the two-stroke race this weekend? Oh, yeah. yeah. Saturday. You going to go to that? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Since I did the Stasic race. Yeah. That's <laughs> I need to ask off. MC if he's got any cylinders laying around. You never know, man. We moved a lot of shit out of that. Dude. <laughs> of that you, I might have you send him a text. Does anyone... Listening, have a KX250 cylinder. Uh, for a 2007 KX250. Yeah, maybe you could help out. Our A-Ray needs one. Our guy A-Ray here. You know what's maybe funny? Maybe a crank, is, too. <laughs> we, we have a brand it? new 21YZ250 test bike, but we're, like, waiting because we're supposed to do this video with Villapoto. But he's too busy smoking meats and stuff, so. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. Kenny Bell was doing that this weekend. He was on a big one. Hey, is Kenny Bell mad at me? I don't think so. Why would he be mad? Because he posted this picture of himself at Glen Helen. Yeah. Like a, a headshot. Yeah. He's like looking at the. Is it black and white? He's looking at this Talladega turn. It's all it's all reflective, right? Oh, from day. And it's black and white. Yeah. yeah. And his caption is just black and white. And so I wrote, "Your hair." Oh jeez. Uh, no, didn't, he's he fine. didn't. He didn't reply, and I haven't heard from him. And or no, no, he's fine. Who the hell is starting yeah, a two-stroke out someone's there? Someone's <laughs> got a two-stroke going outside right now. Could that be McGrath? It's got to it be. It could be. What so. two-stroke? Oh, that's his Banshee. Oh, it is what? a Banshee. He's got a Banshee? Yeah. That is badass. Yeah. Still got paddles on it, too. Really? Oh, my gosh. Oh, That's yeah. the Banshee. Dude. That's the king and his Banshee outside. <laughs> Can you imagine a chick at Glamis on the back of that thing, like in a mm-hmm. bikini, just like, Dude. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I think someone should make a, a, a T-shirt for quads. That says WFO and just has a hand like this. With oh, the thumb. that'd be sick. Thumb, thumb out. Thumb? You know? Yeah. yeah. WFO. 
I got a funny I got a funny story about quad races and thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. I you used to I actually used to train with like Joe Bird, like with the number one. Like he was like the only quad racer to ever ride for Factory Honda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, his his thumb was pretty pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to play the the thumb thing with no, him. No, you didn't want to play the thumb thing with him. No. Mm. But heck yeah. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Who does Ken Roxon, Chase Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geiser turned to for power. Yoshimura, since 1954. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. 
because here on the edge failure is no option sunstar number one in sprockets and brake discs what's up this is christian craig as a motocross racer being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling and whether it's road biking or mountain biking i rely on roy cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. So yeah, the, the King has a Banshee 350. So the Banshee's what? Two 175 two-stroke cylinders? Yep. Side by side? Mean. Like, a while back, before we were moving, yeah. like, I was, I took the dumpster out, and there was this box in the dumpster for a Razor. You know, Razor makes those little toy motorcycles? Yeah. There was a Razor quad box. Wow. And it said, Jeremy McGrath on it, and I was, like, talking all this shit on my vlog, going, the king never rode a quad? No way, this is fraud, you know? Like, yeah. this is defamation of character. And then somebody, like, DM'd me, like, oh, yes, he did. And they <laughs> sent me a picture of him at Glamis on a quad. And, like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Dude. when we're moving, they pull that the quad thing was upstairs in the rafters, and <laughs> they took it out, and I'm like, oh, no, he really does have a banshee. <laughs> and the Holy back of the cow, seat says dude. Showtime and has a crown on it. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, shit, I had the, the toy the mcgrath toy that was like a electric like you can like ride it around oh, oh the remote control yeah, motorcycle. The re- yeah. yeah the remote control mm-hmm. motorcycle oh, i had like really? two of them yeah I, w- I had two my dad like got one for me to play with and for one to him to keep like he was gonna keep it collector's like, item yeah and i think i opened it and he got all pissed <laughs> yeah i had one in i still have them in tennessee i had a mcgrath one and a pastrana one it was hard to drive yeah it was hard like mine is mine went into a gutter <laughs> I crashed and it went in the storm drain. Never, <laughs> oh, man. I never got it back. Did you have one of those, Anton? Oh, I wanted to get the RC one. The R- little they Honda made an RC here. one? I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And because, like, the catchphrase is like, it's an RC, RC, and all this shit. <laughs> uh, those things were cool. The MC stuff, I think I did have one of those because mm. it was made by Hot Wheels. Yeah. You yeah, know, I definitely had cool. one. You know what's made yeah. a comeback is that Evil Knievel stunt cycle. Dude. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Evil Knievel like stunt cycle. Dude, it's like a little motorcycle with a rubber man on it of Evil Knievel. Oh, yeah. This little thing you put in, you go, whoo, you spin it, and then you press it, and you... Yeah. Dude, I had fun for hours and hours and hours as a kid with that. Dude. And my dad, like, because we have a pretty big backyard at my house, and, you know, like, we have, like, this pond, but he, like, brought in, like, a bunch of white sand, right? And yeah. he put, like, wood barriers around it. And I had, like, I mean, it was probably the size, it's bigger than this room. Mm-hmm. A big sandbox to where I could just go outside and play in the sand and make toy dirt bike tracks. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. I still actually have toys out there that he had never moved, and they're just in there they're in the sandbox. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like one of those like uh, Jake trucks or something. Was it the big Jake? No, that's the that's the thing I drove around. But like uh, like dump trucks and like all kinds mm-hmm. of like Tonka truck. Yeah. Did your toy bikes used to break too? Oh yeah, I broke the <laughs> shit out of them. So uh, I I put that uh, picture on my Instagram with a poll. It said A Ray's racing enduro today. Was GT hold together? And it was 83%. Hell no. Well, it did. It did. Everyone who voted, it did hold together because it's an amazing bicycle. Hmm. Hey, real quick, on a side note, my niece, Nikki, she lives in uh, Oregon. Okay. And her boyfriend, Scott, is like a really badass road biker. Mm-hmm. Like, races road bikes. I think he's Cat 1 now, but oh, wow. wins. He's on a team. I was texting her last night, and she's like, oh, Scott is going to buy a mountain bike. And I go, oh, sick. What kind, though? Please tell me it's not a cross-country bike. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's a felt such and such. And I look it up, cross-country bike. Oh. But apparently, he did a cross-country bike, and he won Cat 2 right off the bat or something. Oh, wow. So he's hooked, right? Yeah. I'm all, no, 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 you tell him, don't waste your time with those lame 100-millimeter travel bikes. Go get a trail bike. Yeah. Have fun jumping. Yeah, I guess it's more fun to jump than to suffer on a hill, right? Yeah, I feel like you gotta have the best of everything. You know what I mean? Well, but you don't have the best of everything because you have that horrible GT Zascar. Whoa, 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 bro! <laughs> whoa, that thing is sick. What do you mean? I w- I went down freaking block perfectly fine on it. That triple tree triangle triangular GT technology. <laughs> triple. Bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I forgot triple what Triple triangle. Triple triangle. Dude, I'm telling you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That thing is sick. Yeah, but it was not fun going down block trail on that. Remember No, tap? but it was way better going up than you guys over there suffering. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was going up Skyline with 130 heart rate, and you guys were... <gasps> <laughs> well, that's because I'm out of shape. Speaking of yeah. Skyline, that place doesn't have the best of everything. There's lacks and jumps. Dude. It does. You could have jumped off the wood. No. <laughs> we'll just stick to Greer. We'll stick to Greer if we're jumping stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. But anyway, bobsled. anyway, anyway. What would you advise my niece's boyfriend, Scott? Get Whatever his heart desires. Oh, if he come likes, on, If he dude. likes cross country. I mean, if I were him, I would have got a GT, to be honest. Oh a GT sensor. He got a, he's going to get a felt because it matches his road bike, I think. I would say, I would say sell the felt. Get a GT sensor because those are good trail bikes. Those sensor. are good trail bikes. What's a GT sensor? It's good. It comes with like a, I think 130 mil travel. Can you buy that at Walmart? No, no, no. <laughs> you can go to InCycle. There, you know, InCycle what? carries them. Yeah, never heard of that no, place. That, that place sucks. Well, InCycle does carry. I've been trying to get GT to be into Roy's. Yeah. I mean, a lot okay. of GT guys bring their bicycles to Roy's. I see GT bicycles in there all the time. Yeah. And it, honestly, they're the best bicycles in there. That's why they're in there a lot, though. So, well, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get Mike at Roy's, like, to, to branch out and get the GT name in. Did you get Roy's. your, uh, did you get your GT back from Roy's yet? Uh, it's done. He texted me today. <laughs> I think you didn't pick it up yet, though. No, I haven't. It's well, still there. Hunley's is in there now too. He has a GT also. No, but his bike's in there too. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I would get the GT sensor. Yeah. No. Hmm. So Scott. Is an avid, avid motocross fan, right? Okay. Doesn't ride moto. He's just Has a fan. never ridden moto, but he's all in. Yeah. Listens to every podcast, goes to every website, watches the races. He tells me what's up oh, okay. with the races, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, Scott, 
a trail bike will allow you to experience a little bit of the thrill of motocross. Yeah. And I'm sure he will climb up the mountains just as fast as anybody else yeah. as yeah. a professional cyclist. Yeah, so. you don't want to race cross-country. That's lame. Yeah, I mean, you can just put the felt to the side and have another one, like a trail bike, that you mm-hmm. yeah. do some jumps on. So. Yeah. Just listen to Don because he speaks from experience. Yeah. Yeah. I wasted four years of my yeah. life in Lycra. <laughs> just get an e-bike. Well, he's way too fit yeah, for too, e-bike. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're, They're still cheating. fun. They're still good. Yeah. See, he even has the big beard that would match a trail bike. Dude, yeah. Right? Right, okay. He could wear right. a flannel. A flannel. Pit vipers. Yeah. <laughs> Pit vipers, a flannel, and just send it down all the wood things. Like, like they that. live they live in trail bike heaven up there. In Oregon? Yeah. In Oregon, dude. That's yeah. where all the wood skinnies are and everything. Yeah. You got to go do the fun stuff, Scott. Come on. Right? Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, Anton? Yes. Are you there? Yes, I am. He fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep. I've been soaking it in. I had it on mute. So, uh, okay, so we have uh, five rounds left. Three Atlantis, two Salt Lakes. Oh, now the, now the cops are coming to I chase McGrath the fire on the Banshee. Right there. Dude, McGrath's <laughs> freaking going down Minifee Road on a Banshee. Yeah. Um, five rounds left. Four. Three of them four, are Atlanta. Three are... West Coast, one is East Coast, and then the showdown, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anton, who do you have for the showdown? Jeez. <laughs> oh, That's hard. Uh, honestly, it would be not unlikely to see someone like Jet, who's out of the championship, just come in and just kind of do work there. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't really have anything to worry about if he has no strategy or anything like that to do, and he has a lot of a chance to prove something. Yeah, it's hard to bet against a guy like Jet going in. Because, like, we've seen it time and time again. Yeah, it's usually neither of the champions win. Right. Yeah, those title contender guys are out of it. They yeah. have so many other things on their mind. They they know the minimum position they need to get to and just stay there. So, yeah, that wouldn't be – I would say Jet. I think, yeah. like, to see him do that, too, uh, would be a nice little hype up for the outdoor nationals but then really get people excited for next summer, too, mm-hmm. or next Supercross season, yeah. you know, when yeah. they all start talking about his potential. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot because, about like, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jason. I was just saying I kind of forgot about the showdown, and yeah. especially if Fortner comes back too, mm-hmm. that's going to be a fun race to watch. Mm. You I know wonder, what's so I, funny? I wonder if Fortner will have like spleen flashbacks being in Salt Lake on that hard track. Yeah. Huh. Do yeah. you do you ever have crash flashbacks when you go to a facility that you got hurt at? Like even if the track's different and everything. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, I try not to think about it too much, you know. Yeah, yeah but like this year when you go to uh, State Fair, WWE, we'd be oh my muffler. Oh no, checking back. No, yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, but yeah, so Forkner, he could send it, right? Dude, I mean, at I would say at Paris, yeah, at Paris, he was the only guy jumping that that table into the rollers, and yeah, he was doing a couple other little things that were a little mm-hmm. nutty to watch. That's so, cool. I like yeah. that. So if he comes back, if he came back and in theory won every round that he raced, could he point out this year, Anton? Ooh. Uh, I think he's. I think he's past that because he can only come back for one round. That's you know true. What I mean? They yeah. only have one mm. Utah race. They have the showdown, but like realistically, that's not a ton of points. Like even if you finish, you know, seventh or something like that, that's not a huge chance. It's. I, he's. I think it's going to be the same thing that J-Mart told you last week. Like, one more 250 year, let's really commit to it and see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, okay, so yeah. was that last week I spoke to Jay Martin? It yeah, was, right? let's talk about Okay, that so yeah, bit. so I saw Jeremy Martin at a state fair when he should have been elsewhere and letting me enjoy the day. <laughs> but uh, so I sat down and interviewed him for the Yamaha checking in with, and he confirmed he's going to race 250s for one more year because no sense moving to the 450 class f- for a uh, low-paying or no-paying job. Yeah. And he called out several examples of guys this year (laughs) that are on 450s not making much money and struggling. And uh, I always dig J-Mark because he's super transparent in his interviews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll tell you the truth. He won't cover anything up. Just like, you know, when he left Salt Lake last year and I did that super cost quarantine show with him, he just straight up said, yeah, I'm out. You know, I want to race 250s next year. And I would have pointed out. So, Yeah. But you got to think there's got to be a couple other guys moving up, right? Colt's got to move up after yeah. next Christian's year. Christian's moving up. Christian. Um, I mean, what's – McAdoo's been racing for a while. Yeah, yeah but so I think he'll stay down. Yeah, he'll, he still has some time, I think. Yeah. 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 I heard a wild rumor that Forkner's going to ride Factory <clears throat> Cowie next year for 450. Yeah, I'd Did heard – Did you hear that too? I'd heard that uh, like months ago. Wow, I think yeah. before Supercross even but, started. And yeah. I guess Tomac's contract is up and he's yeah. talking to several people. Uh, or no? Uh, I had heard so. something originally about him talking to KTM, but then I was told no to oh, yeah. Cowie. Yeah. Do you know anything about the uh, Forkner rumor, Anton? No, I haven't heard anything about that. Like they have to figure out what they're going to do with him. You know, because if he if he points out he's got to go somewhere, and would Cowie let him go after all of these years of investment and everything, or do they double down? As far as the Tomac thing, too. I, I've heard that he's still talking to Cowie. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard that that's, like, uh, and honestly, that's probably the most common sense thing for him to do. Mm-hmm. You know, even the team has told me, like, yeah, we're working on something. Um, so to see him moving around, there's not a lot of spots. The only place that's really, like, a big factory opening that's not already spoken for would be, yeah, second spot at KTM next yeah. to Cooper, which would be Marvin's spot. Mm-hmm. But then also, too, a, who knows what Marvin's going to do, and B, who else does KTM kind of have in the pipeline that they know, well, hey, you know, we could we could think in a couple more years and get, like, three or five years out of somebody instead of just one or two years like they could yeah. with Eli. Do you, think you know gas, what I mean? Do you think Gas Gas goes to 450 guys next year? Because, I mean, I feel like it paid off pretty well with Barsha this year. Dude, how it's, long It's do we, about time. Yeah. How long do we think uh, Barsha's going to race? Because I saw Bamlands for sale now. Does he got another Yeah, but two I bet years? he goes I bet he does that though so he can move and be by more people. Because okay. like Justin's been by himself forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he built that whole compound because he couldn't get along at NTF anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So he's been bouncing around riding with more guys within like the KTM umbrella, riding with Jason, sometimes riding with Dean, going over to Baker's factory, like and they've they've shown that in that Red Bull Moto Spy video. Like he's kinda going everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if he wants to do that whole vagabond lifestyle of like him and Amber living wherever oh, he live in that of, van. Yeah. Totally. yeah. True. That's what I mean. You know, so if he wants to do that, now is a good time for him. And uh I, I could see Justin going like another two years after this one even. Like okay. he's he's fired up. Like he's rejuvenated and wants to do it. Mm-hmm. He has the speed and like the program around him to do it. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I like I don't know. It's weird because the Husky thing. I'm very interested to see yeah. what happens with Husky because you know one week we hear Rockstar is going to pull out. They're going to do this, this, and this. The next week I hear that it's all good. Yep. That they just want to scale back their program and then only have a few elite level guys. Mm-hmm. So then you know who does that then become? Mm-hmm. Um. Is so it, who knows there? 
Isn't you Bobby know, trying to? Got, isn't Bobby trying to start another team, possibly for next year? Is what I heard too. Yeah, that's what I've I've, I've heard a lot about that. But then mm. also too, he's very limited in what he could do right. theoretically. Like he's not going back to the Austrian brands. So you have three right. companies: KTM, Husky, Red. Gas, Gas. That he will not go back and do anything with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would really need to put together a 250 program first. Mm-hmm. Kawasaki's committed to Pro Circuit. Suzuki, as we've seen, is not really committed to anybody. <laughs> uh, Honda is tapped out with all the the stuff that they've done investing in this last year TM. after Geico went away. Um, well, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Like, he could just partner with somebody else. He could go do that. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I, I don't know, like, how close to all that is. And I'm sure that if he comes in, he wants to stick with, like, a manufacturer that's proven that like would be turnkey and ready to go right. rather than trying to build something like he doesn't, this is a money-making thing for him. It's not like a, I'm going to invest all this time and, and let's try to build a big program. Like yeah. turnkey mm-hmm. would be pretty good to go. Uh, I know that he's talked to a couple people and he's talked to a couple different brands and there is some framework of like who he would want to work with yeah. already What's as the- far as stuff like that goes. But it's just now who's going to have that stuff next year whose budgets are going to be really set and spoken for and who's not going to make some like last minute changes. Mm-hmm. He's been posting some uh, interesting stuff on Instagram the last month. Like yeah. weird captions and stuff like that. Bobby, yeah. It's funny because yeah. I got to see him. I got to see Bobby at Dallas, you know, and, and I like Bobby. He, yeah. He's always shot me super straight. He's told me, you know, anything I need to know. So to have like a quick two minutes, like, Hey, how you doing to see him again was cool. And he's interested in it, you know, and he, he follows everything, yeah, you know, and um, a lot of the guys that he's very passionate about, guys that he's put a lot of interest in, those dudes are coming to the ends of their current contracts, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could all line up pretty well for him. You know, Bobby knows where to find the money. There, There's very few people out there that could find the funding like that right now and put it together. But... That's what made his second truck at Husky so successful because, and we know this because Megan, through two companies that she worked with, had some conversations about sponsoring the team. Mm-hmm. That second truck and the hospitality and letting people come in and touch product and all that stuff, doesn't matter if it's Husqvarna or Pro Taper or Skosh or whoever, that's a big thing that no other team in the pit was really doing for a while. Right. So he, he could pull it together. It's... Dude, it's going to be a weird year. It like that we say it every season and all of that, but this is going to be like a very interesting time to see who does what because I think there are a lot of guys that were like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm going to keep going a long time." If the Supercross season goes well, kind of hasn't. Some of the support that's out there hasn't really been as good as as what some people thought it would be, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, a rate, you know a lot of these privateer guys too. It's 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 probably it's way harder to be a privateer right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just on top tough. of like trying to make your purse money to trying to find the sponsors that are out there it's only just as difficult for these big teams right now too yeah i mean it's tough like everyone's sort of at a standstill they don't know what they're doing um a lot of people's have budget cuts um i don't know it's it's just been hard it's been a hard year for sure it's been it's been a weird year i think like you know we'll probably look back on this in five years and understand the full scope of it because dude like think about it we have no idea what's going to happen from the turnover from Supercross to the Nationals, you know, just as far as, like, access goes or any of this stuff, how many fans are going to come back, how many people are going to come back, all of these things. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting time right now and how, like, thank God the racing is so good because it takes our minds off of, like, all the other stressful stuff. Like, the racing being so good 
give you something to show and then like take the potential sponsors and be like well how would you not want to be a part of this right now right yeah Mm. what else oh i think next year we're gonna have three more bike tests that we have to do three more bike three more bike tests beta no no same manufacturers are bringing you three new models oh okay okay i know one well two i was told i can't say anything about but there's going to be a factory edition Cowie. Oh, that's the one I know. Oh, that's going to be sick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's going to have KYB suspension. Oh, that's going to be dope. Pro yeah. circuit pipe. Uh, nothing electric, right? Extra nothing. clamps. What's that? There's nothing electric coming, right? Uh, I don't know. I hope. Hmm. That would be nice, but uh, yeah. I don't Dude, know. Dude, apparently Bombardier, who bought all that Alta Tech, is now starting to release some like electronic vehicle stuff. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, I talked to the Honda people a couple weeks ago when that whole 450 thing came out, mm-hmm. and, and that was about the same time as that, you know, affiliation of KTM and Yamaha and, and Honda battery stuff, and it seems like they still might be a little while off on that. It doesn't seem like that's going to be as, like, quick as we think, but I hope so, because we need it. Yeah. You know, that would be a, that'd be a cool, cool way. It sucks to see how there's been such a big pause between everything, especially yeah. with like e-bikes and everybody seeing how well it takes off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like now's the time. Yeah. hundred percent. Hey Don, like without giving away too much stuff, how did that whole factory edition shootout go? Cause that thing sounds awesome. Like that sounds like it would be vet class dudes just salivating over whatever. Yeah. Bike they could buy. You know, what was kind of surprising is the results were different than our last one. You know, we did the same three bikes two years ago in our first year at Saltmore Live and, is their results are different from that, and the results are different from our standard 450 shootout. Yeah. And it's all mixed up. But uh, it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, you know, we let Yamaha come into the mix and <clears throat> throw, like, a few thousand dollars of GYTR parts at one of their Monster Edition bikes, which is just plastic. Yeah. But uh, that was interesting as well. Eric, did you see that bike? No. Pictures? Dude, that thing looked so sick. Dude, I mean, they, they threw everything. Everything. Chi Chi at it. Like yeah. every every <laughs> anodized part, whatever yeah. was on it. But we you know, we only talked about the performance parts, which was the cylinder or the cylinder head and the piston and the F It pipe. looked sick though. Dude. Yeah. It Dude, looks insane. I am a huge fan of the Gitter products. Gitter. <laughs> gitter. Gitter. <laughs> dude, I am, dude. Like whenever I was on Yamaha, I'm like, dude, give me some gitter. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. This stuff's good. Hey, I got asked this the other day and it kinda of made me think and I wanted to ask you. Okay. We kind of forgot about it, but where do you think Baggett would have been this year if he had raced? Dude. Like, do you think everybody's just up? I mean, he would have a couple of top fives, mainly yeah. top ten, I would say. A yeah. podium. Podium, yeah. Hmm. Is he coming back for outdoors, Anton? On a Suzuki. Nah, I don't know. No one knows. I don't think well, so. Well, that was the rumor, I right? Think, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that they're fully committed to, like, getting the business going now. That's yeah. lame. He just went out without any fanfare or anything. Yeah. I, I feel like that's his MO, though. Yeah, He's that's like, yep, nope. Blake. <laughs> yeah. I heard that he was just going to come out for one race and just wax everybody's ass and then just never talk to sick. anybody again. That would have been sick. And Showed he, up with, like, a different name. <laughs> he, was at a, he was at a wedding this weekend. Was he? Uh, my neighbor and buddy, DJ Louis Ochoa, mm-hmm. he texts me, do you remember Keeley? And I go, of course I remember her. She was our intern at Transworld. He goes, her and Blake are at this wedding. I'm DJing. She's so hot. 
<laughs> yeah. I saw them like a month ago here in Canyon Lake. Really? Yeah. I think, I don't know Where, if they Pepe's? have... Pepe's? No, in, in the lake. Pepe's oh, in the is lake. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like Pepe's? It's Pepe's not good. I haven't, been there. I haven't been there in a while, but last yeah. time I did, it was good. It that wasn't sucks. good when we went. Yeah. We're about, uh, what's the place called? Oh, Bre- Guadalajara. Uh, I forget. It's Breakfast is it? Club slash, what is it? It's got a yeah. different name after 12 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican breakfast place is good. Nice. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, I think that's it for uh, this week's Kickstart podcast presented by Pro Taper, manufacturers of the sports premier handlebars, sprockets, chains, and whole shot devices in spite of what everything. So you get better starts if you had a uh, Pro Taper Sella. That would be easier. Yeah. Your arms wouldn't be as pumped if you had pro taper bars. I don't get arm pump, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyhow, guys, thanks for listening. Anton, thanks for joining us. Good luck with the kickstart today. And uh, Scott, don't buy a cross-country bike. We'll yeah. talk to you next time. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.